What's up, everybody? This is Mario, and I'm back with another episode of Endurify. And uh, it is Monday at the time of this recording, and yesterday I completed the uh, Half Ironman Oregon 70.3, which was the first uh, Ironman event in the state of Oregon, which is honestly kind of hard to believe because it's such a, a beautiful state, and you would think that uh, they would have already had events there. But um, I got back and I uh, like set my bags down, laid on the couch, passed out, and then uh, woke up like 15 minutes later and realized, okay, I'm actually exhausted right now. And so went upstairs and uh, just laid down and took like a four hour nap. So it has been quite the day. Um, and I would like to do a full like race recap. Um, I'm going to probably do that in a couple of days just to kind of get adjusted, uh, spend some time with my family, and then uh, bring the full race recap. But um, what I'm going to do today is just kind of walk through a few uh, kind of quick things to kind of keep going with my podcast every day. Um, and then I'll come back a little bit later with a full race recap because uh, there was tons of things that I learned. And uh, this is honestly one of my favorite races that I've ever done. And that's because I did it with my best friend, uh, Joey. And so uh, that was kind of, if you haven't listened to the, a few episodes ago, then uh, then basically I'll give you the breakdown. So uh, Joey's one of my best friends from high school. I officiated his wedding, uh, was the best man uh, in his wedding. And I've been training him for his first half Ironman for almost two years. So he reached out to me two years ago and said, hey, thinking about doing a race um, and have been helping him along the way and uh, just getting his first bike, getting a wetsuit, getting a training plan, figuring out nutrition, all of those things that uh, you need to figure out for your first half Ironman. And so uh, the past three weeks, I've been in Colorado with uh, with my wife and our daughter, uh, and we've been working remotely. And I kind of had this idea of like, oh, it would be really cool to surprise him at the event. And then I started looking into flights and thinking about the logistics of like, how do I get my bike there? Am I even in shape? All of these different things. And I kind of realized like, well, if I'm going to be going there, then maybe I should just race with him. How cool would that be to actually do the race uh, with my best friend? And at first I kind of dismissed the idea, but then, uh, you know, just kind of kept thinking about it and just thought about it a little bit more. And ultimately I just decided to go for it. Uh, and I signed up about a week and a half before the race uh, then, you know, bought my flights and started to coordinate with uh, Joey's wife, Sarah, about how we could surprise him and how all of the logistics would work. And that's kind of like the, the biggest thing from all of, from doing this race in, out of state uh, and, you know, having to fly to the race location is I learned so much about race uh, logistics and travel and everything that you need to do um, to be successful with that. So I'm going to do uh, an episode on that. But uh, the surprise actually worked out pretty well. Um, and uh, we got to the airport, uh, he picked me up, and he was stunned. And he was just so appreciative of it. And so that was really fun. Uh, but uh, we did kind of like our bike, uh, did our bike check-in. We did all of that at the Ironman Village and kind of got uh, set up there. Uh, but just in terms of the race, like it was an awesome venue and 
the race director and everybody who was involved did an amazing job for their first time doing uh, a race in Oregon. Um, and uh, I honestly, I just absolutely loved the setup and the venue. Uh, so the swim, uh, the swim itself was super fast. It was like one of the craziest swims uh, that I've ever experienced in racing. Um, and that's because it was in the Willamette River, which is uh, down river, and the currents were like moving. And so when people were, uh, people were doing open water swims the day before the race, uh, I just asked them like, hey, how was the water? And one guy described it as, he's like, it's like a themed like adventure park ride. Like it, we were moving fast. And I had heard talk about some people saying that it cut their swim time in half. Uh, which was kind of hard to believe. But uh, because of that, because the current was moving, um, it was uh, a super fast swim. And I had told other people that normally it would take me around 40 minutes to do the swim, uh, but completed the uh, swim in 24 uh, minutes and like 30 seconds. And then uh, got into transition. And ironically enough, I started the swim with Joey. Uh, he actually bumped into me a couple times on the swim and we were leaving the swim transition together. And basically I got to run with him, uh, from the swim exit, uh, into transition, uh, which was kind of cool and got some good pictures and then jumped on the bikes and, um, just kind of took off and the, uh, bike course was really nice. It was mostly shaded. Uh, there were parts of it that were kind of weaving through, uh, the town and exiting, uh, and heading out to like wine country. And, uh, there was like some really cool wineries and just, uh, fruit farms and, uh, a couple of, uh, of smaller hills. Um, but there was the bike course was kind of uh, listed as flat, but there was around, I think, 1200 or 1300 feet of elevation gain. And uh, I was mostly just kind of, uh, just trying to, uh, conserve my energy and conserve my legs for the run. Um, because one of the biggest mistakes that I've made in my last race was I just feel like I went way too hard on the bike. And because of that, I, my run suffered. And so I was intentional about just staying kind of calm, staying in control and letting other people pass me. Um, but I was kind of holding around 20 miles an hour, 19.5 miles per hour, but I was definitely holding back. And, uh, that was just like a good, uh, experience for me to be able to, uh, hold like a, a solid kind of power and a solid miles per hour, but not be, uh, going too hard. So, uh, that part worked pretty well. And then going into the run, uh, I felt pretty good because I had kind of conserved my legs. And uh, the run was really interesting because we ran through, I think it was called Minto Brown uh, State Park. Um, but parts of it were gravel and parts of it were almost like a trail run. Um, and I was talking to a few people after and they were like, yeah, I wish I would have uh, brought my trail running shoes, which was really kind of interesting for me because that's uh, a background. I have uh, some uh, races that I've done that are trail running. Um, and by that point, it was getting into the upper 80s and lower 90s. Uh, so I was just really trying to, um, you know, keep my legs moving, keep uh, staying uh, steady and consistent. And uh, by that point, my race watch had actually died. So I didn't even know what my paces were. So I was basically just going off of feel. Um, and uh, felt pretty good and had to stop at a couple of aid stations in the second half of the run, cross the finish line, 
and it felt amazing uh, to have kind of like a complete race where I didn't cramp up and I was able to just kind of get the job done. Uh, but the highlight of all of it was um, was seeing my best friend cross the finish line, having him power through and just uh, just honestly like crush it. And I was just so proud of, of him for doing that. And, uh, I was right there with him at the finish line and I was able to, you know, kind of celebrate with him, uh, hugged him. And, uh, it was just an amazing experience to watch him cross the finish line after all of these years of, of training and coaching. Um, and then from there, it took us a little bit to recover, kind of laid in some shade, uh, chugged a bunch of water, ate some food, and then I actually had to get to the airport, uh, take a shuttle from Salem to Portland, took the red eye from Portland to Minneapolis, another flight from Minneapolis to uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and I got in at like 1030. So I've been going these past 24 hours, and that's why I just kind of need to uh, get some sleep and then uh, you know get ready for work tomorrow and get ready uh, for kind of my next uh, event and my next adventure. And so uh, that's just a really, really quick uh, race recap, but there's tons of, of insights and learnings that I wanna share with you all from this race, from uh, race day logistics to um, how to uh, control your pacing, to how to stay focused when your race watch dies, uh, to um, you know how to stay mentally in you know in the zone and stay present when your race is actually going well, uh, which is kind of an interesting dynamic. I found my mind kind of racing from uh, from time to time. But uh, I'm going to share a lot more of that in the full race recap. This was just a quick run through, and uh, that's what I have for today. So. I'll talk to y'all later.